What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. Now, we're supposed to introduce ourselves. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm always confused. <laughs> I'm Josh. Yeah. And this is Kevin. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> Something is happening here, and I'm not aware I'm, of exactly what Aaron it is. Aaron gave me advice and then put the fucking red button, and now I'm confused. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. I thought you said no profanity. Marcus Langenfeld. <laughs> could, could you imagine? I said you couldn't swear. I didn't say oh, I could God, swear. Is that how it is? Could you imagine if you, you went by swore Marcus? Right after that. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so to get this show started it has been a clusterfuck of uh nonsense as josh would say nonsense um so i don't know what we're smoking because you had to run back to your house because you forgot the cigars i forgot the cigars i forgot my headphones you forgot your headphones Um, so what are we smoking um we're smoking the prototypico 101 um i think i don't know how to actually pronounce this it's the matt prototypo Prototypo Proto-tipo 101. Apparently, yeah. it's the Prototypo 101 by Matt Booth. Uh, it was in the uh, Platinum Box, um, and I got excited and ordered a 10-pack, which is the only reason Aaron can smoke it, but it was also in the Palladium Box and the Core Box. So have you you've smoked this before? I have. Okay. Has Kevin smoked this before? No, I, I try to hold off as long as I can. So, um, so this was what we were going to smoke for a May review yes. that, I mean, May just became a, a, again, a clusterfuck of everything. Sure. Um, so this is a, a review ish episode slash a full episode. Right. Um, so, so this will be we'll, coming out on like Friday, the 11th, something like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, at, I'm, I'm heading out of town this weekend. I'm, I might take the stuff with me to do a show up in Casey. I'm not sure yet. I guess okay. we'll find out. In so two, Josh and I were going to do a secret episode down here, <laughs> like where we talk. Honestly, if y'all want to, then no. y'all keep the show, keep it. the stuff here. No, you should take, take it with Actually, you. Actually, you know what? I, we have the second, the small equipment. I guess I could take that. You should do whatever you want. We're not likely to record. <laughs> I, I, yeah, fix and say. You think Mark, Mark and I can come? What, what if I get it just like with Red's crew in the corner and just be like, here you go, just talk. Um, yes, yeah. we do need to do, uh, We do, you and I need to sit down and, plan are because you need to be the next uh, leadership guest we have uh, just just say when I'm, and I'm, i know kevin has talked to you about a leadership guest that he has in mind and we need to do that oh yes so yes. well i am like gone for the entire month of july doing so army do, stuff we're going to do august is going to be uh, you're going to get to hear josh and and aaron and i talk about leadership yeah that'll be great because i'll be coming back from a month of wrangling cats uh, hurting cats, whatever you so want think, to call it. Think yeah. about some specific cat insight. Okay. So we're smoking this cigar. It is, um, it's box pressed. Um, it is, uh, I think we all des- described it. Go ahead, Kev. I see Kev's got the card. He is king in the, in the, in the land of the blind. The one-eyed man is king. <laughs> He's the one that came prepared. He has nobody I could say, no I could say anything and you guys will believe me now. That's yeah. awesome. No. <laughs> yeah. So this is a Nicaragua Puro box press, uh, six by fifty-two. Uh, the profile said it's a medium smoke. Uh, what do you think, guys? Medium? So far? So, so far, far, yeah, it's probably about right. Medium, medium plus maybe. 
underneath says, it is no secret how much we love Room 101 over here at LCC. And we know that it's rubbing off on you all. This is an extra special treat, a pre-release blend that Boofy blessed us with, only available to our loyal subscribers. The goal with this blend is to create something that will rival any heavy hitters on the market while staying in the daily driver price range. This Nicaragua Puro is complex with many nuances flavors that will take you on a roller coaster ride of enjoyment. Exhibiting the finest characteristics that Nicaragua tobacco has to offer, expect sweet and spicy notes of chocolate, pepper, and coffee. I think they left off a few tasting notes on there, but we'll describe it. So we want to go around the room with the cold draw. I got funk, um, and I got funk before Josh yelled out, holy shit, is this <laughs> funk? You can't stop the funk. Mm, mm. It's Kevin's robot, which is really good on an audio <laughs> podcast. But right, I must say that I'm enjoying it. <laughs> the, the robot or the cigar? No, the robot. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely funky, definitely barnyard manure, right. like cow patty. Yeah. Unless your grandmother is a cow. Yeah. This probably isn't grandmother's attic. No, no, God. This is, I mean, I wouldn't even put this as the funk or whatever, like old book or grandma or whatever. This um, is barnyard. But this is what, yeah, Josh said, is barnyard. It has a little bit of like a liquor sweetness on the cold draw that I got. Um, but for the most part, this is just, it's like old wet hay with yeah. like mossy undertones and just like you got some, some shit on your boot kind of aroma. <sighs> Mm -hmm. But uh, it is barnyard for people. <laughs> she just said ew. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is, yeah, that is, uh, that, you're right, 100%. That's all it is. I, I recall as a child, and I don't know, none of you guys are, you're, you're probably the closest, Mark. But for the rednecks out there, uh, we definitely had cow patty fights. That was the oh thing. No, no, no. Let me let me explain. What is that? There there are rules involved. Sure. Okay. They got to be dry, er, dry er, dry er. So like frisbees. You're throwing exactly. Frisbees. Yeah. Okay. So they're like hockey puck sized or frisbee sized cow patties, and you could really get some rotation on one of them bad boys. Uh, but that smell is what this reminds me of. That reminds me of, I never did that, um, and although I'm familiar with the uh, artifact that you're discussing, um, but we never threw them at each other. We did uh, BB gun fights. Yep, it's accurate. <clears throat> Those were awesome. I mean, that'd and, be better than having literally having shit thrown at you. Uh, no. <sighs> Not necessarily. What is a cow pen? It's cow shit. Sorry, what is it's cow shit. It's cow shit, yeah. It's cow shit. City boy here, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so many people out there wow. are going, what the hell are they doing down there in Arkansas? <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. So yeah. I had to go, uh, I had a guy work, I worked with at the time, so this was probably 10, 15 years ago, and he went mushroom hunting, but he went hunting for the special mushrooms that can only be found in cow pastures oh, yeah. for the psychedelics and stuff. And I was oh, like, yeah. really? You want me? No, I don't want to go dig around in cow shit, try to find blue <laughs> mushrooms. Do any of you guys know what a donkey basketball game is? 
Please inform Please me. Explain. No. I okay. So a donkey <laughs> basketball game. It depends on the variation. The short and narrow of it is what you, what it sounds like, right? It doesn't. I mean, it sounds. I I can't put oh, anything. Not, in my head it's a rodeo. It's a rodeo thing. Yeah, exactly. You get okay. you get donkeys and you attempt to ride them oh, and shoot okay. baskets. Oh, off of them. okay. Now okay. the the variation is what clothing you're wearing during the event. Some donkey basketball games are boxers only. <laughs> some are overalls only. Some are, I, I mean, you, just you, boots. You, yeah, just, I mean, you get as crazy as you want. Tidy whities and boots. I mean, like, but it's a fundraiser <laughs> thing. So like so many people will come in and say, Hey, we'll do this. If you'll pay X amount of money to watch it. Like it's a thing in that's the voyeurism more, at its best. Yes. And it's okay. uh, it's a spectacle for sure. You win the redneck off. Thanks. <laughs> As if it I was, was even try. a competition. Right. No, I didn't realize it was. But, you know, um, so so how how is this starting for you guys? I know you said you had a start, a rough start to it, Aaron. But how, it, wasn't, how it wasn't a rough start. The first draw was not pleasant. Um, but now it's fine. And in all honesty, I feel like it's lost a lot of flavor. It's not a lot of anything. Yeah. It's kind of where I was going to. Yeah. It's just smoke, but it's not bad, but it's also not like overwhelmingly pleasant because it's just spicy. It's just there. I, like, I don't even get spice. It's I get just, a little bit of spice out of it. I'm also getting like a, like just a plain old tobacco. Yeah. Flavor. I mean, the, the not to quote Langenfeld over here. But it is tobacco with underpinnings of tobacco. But like the the retro, it kind of reminds me of the um, was it one that I think you and I like the Florida Sungrown, the Rocky oh, Patel yeah. Edge overruns. God oh. no, um, that Florida Sungrown. It has yeah. that little bit of funkiness to it. It's now coming up, but this isn't near as funky as that FSG. No, no, it's just it's it's got a it's very subtle, but it's like it's not a lot of anything else but it's not bad it's just sometimes a cigar is a cigar and that's this is what it's falling oh, wow. into you whipped out sigmund freud yeah the first third that seems early yeah also i really appreciate you saluting me on a uh audio podcast over there mark <laughs> after he just uh, <laughs> that uh wow i'll put i'll put it in the liner notes at this mark at this point, <laughs> right. Mark saluted. I'm John. listening right now to Tiny Habits, yeah, which is uh, almost completely diagram and example led. And I'm realizing I love audiobooks, but it's really hard. Nigel and I were talking. About Do you need the visuals time. for that one? Well, he says refer to this chart, and you're going. I'm fucking driving. <laughs> <laughs> That was a bad time to take a drink. Aaron almost squacked all over the floor. That's funny. That's funny. So, all right, I, that's what I'm getting. So, what do y'all get? Um, I'm gonna let so, Kevin go next. Well, first, gotta I have to mention this is this little stick is too BS hell. It's almost like you could file nails with it. Man, mine, mine is smooth. Yeah, fix to say mine. Mine's like not like, that. At all. Are we smoking the same right. stick, Kev? It is absolutely smooth. Mine's like leather. Yeah. Mine's smooth as, I mean, not smooth. Mine's like 2D as hell. Yours is like, like rib, rib for her pleasure, and ours is just like a plane. 
And I'm getting a little, just similar to what you guys explained, but very like a subtle flavor of chocolate. It's dark. Like I could feel the nicotine in the back of my throat. And I'm getting a lot of spice from retro. Damn it. <laughs> small windows. I had to work in small windows. Aaron. <laughs> He just broke me, man. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Normally I can see it coming, but I didn't see that one. Um, <sighs> yeah. I, so, I, I get like, I get like what you're talking about chocolate wise. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, get, I'm getting a little bit of that. Like a, like an aftertaste. Yeah. Like a, yeah. like a bittersweet, like where yeah. it coats your tongue kind of. Yeah, I get that. Mark is like chiefing on that dude over there. He's like halfway done. Look, I'm not nearly as far as Aaron is. Aaron's no, almost dude, you're further than he is. Oh, we're about the same. Q measuring Ooh. contest. We're about the same. I just missed, just missed the idea of a mosquito. Oh, my God. What? Are you okay? Oh, yeah. It's just my hand. <laughs> okay. Did you, you got bit by a mosquito, Kev? No, I just grabbed it with one with two fingers. Okay. You know, Mr. Miyagi. Oh, Mr. That's, Miyagi. Would have been cleaner with chopsticks, but kind of laughing back here. <laughs> hmm. Oh, so talking about bugs. So I was talking to Caleb and, you know, asked him how, you know, summer is going, or I guess spring is going up there in Minnesota and everything, because they're yeah. talking about how the mosquitoes are like the size of vultures and they're just huge. <laughs> and he was saying that the good thing about him being down here when he was down here was he missed the mayfly stuff and i've never i never heard of a mayfly before so i was like what is that so he then told me just how crazy that crazy that is and you're shaking your head like yeah like, oh yeah you know, like those like i've never seen swarms of them that are around for like he said two days and then they're just all gone but yep. like they're just i mean hundreds of millions just cover everything it was just, it's just like a plague oh that's what it looked like it was it looked so creepy and eerie and is it just like d- does it happen here uh, it can happen here. It depends on it depends on the weather. So my father-in-law <laughs> is an entomologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who have a GED like I do, uh, that means he studies, studies bugs. Studies bugs. Uh, and he he has expounded on the mayfly. Really, and it, it's like seasonal and cyclical and. Environmental, so depending on how the weather will be that year, depends on kind of whether we get them or not. Some areas of the country get them every year, no matter what, because the climate's always right for it. Arkansas has it. I've seen it probably about once every three to five years. But when they swarm, you will pull up to like gas pumps and not be able to see the gas pump. That's what that's what these pictures like. I mean, just Mm -hmm. cars covered. And I guess the way to describe it, if you've never seen it, look it up. But it looks like a if a mosquito mated with a dragonfly. Like that's yeah. what kind of, kind of look. They're big like. ass bugs. Yeah, they're huge, but, yeah. uh, but they won't hurt you. It doesn't matter. Bugs a bug. I don't like bugs. So, so it's called mayflies. Yeah, they're yeah, called mayflies. Fly. So yeah, so just like look up mayfly. Oh, swarm, yeah. swarm. Yeah, yeah, mayfly swarm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just, it's dude, so bad. it's it's wild. Uh huh. So, do you see that? Uh, do you see that coverage of Angelina Jolie with the bees? Yes, I saw that. That was fucking weird. Could you do? Oh. A, could you do a bee suit? Are you allergic to bees? I'm not allergic okay. to bees. Uh, so could you do a bee suit? I have been stung by bees more times than I care to mention because my father-in-law is a beekeeper uh-huh. and my grandfather is a beekeeper. So I've had it all my life. No matter where I went, I had to marry into it. It's a 
freaking moron. Uh, but <laughs> no offense to beekeepers or anything. It's cool, but I don't like getting stung by them. It still hurts. Uh, I am not. Uh, no. I, I, so I, like, I'm not allergic, allergic to them, but uh, just insects in general are freak out. But I've been stung a few times. Yeah. But uh, my yeah. dad wanted to be a beekeeper when he retired. And I was like, I don't know if your neighborhood will, will so allow the th- beekeeping. The thing about bees is there's really there's two types of honeybees. There's Italian and Russian honeybees. They're the two big varieties. Do bees fly around like this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> Russian honeybees are more aggressive the for whatever physical reason. physical yeah. humor. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> We're going to call this show Liner Notes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the problem with them is either or, either or Russians especially, if you kill one or squash one, all of them attack you. Like, like killer bees. They're not killer bees, no. But if you piss them off, like if you hurt one bee, they'll just freak. Really? And so if you accidentally squish one of those dudes and you're trying to be suited up, like you're screwed. My grandfather got stung like 200 and something times in the head and face a few years ago. And he's, oh. he's 90. Fuck that. And yeah, it was not cool. But like, uh, I'm all I'm all for like. Saving, which one is those? The, the Russians. Uh, he has Russian honeybees. Yes, and that's so. The Russians are the ones that one goes down. They all. Yeah, well, it's weird. They're temperamental. Like one of his hives is chill as hell, and the other hive, like if you look in their general direction, they'll come sting you. It's weird. Does the honey taste like vodka? If only. <laughs> He has made mead before, which is pretty legit. No, like mead honey, honey, awesome. honey mead yeah. is, is not bad. Well, I mean, mead is made from honey. That's the definition. Well, I'm yeah. saying like there's, I've like there's one that I've had. It's like uh, like blood oath or something like that. Yeah, or blood something like blood I, oath. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of, but there was another one. Yeah. that was I, tried I love that was really good, good traditional mead. Um, I'm a big fan. Something that I'll I'll show you guys too. My my father-in-law has this infused honey thing that they do, and he has a bourbon-infused honey that's legit. Nice. So I'm all about that. I like I like like I'm a I'm pro honey. I yeah. like honey. You're pro honey. I'm pro pro honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta save the bees. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, say, I'm all about save the bees yeah. because without bees, like they poll- they probably pollinate tobacco. Maybe I don't know. Mm, I don't know about that. Do they have? Do they have bees in Nicaragua? Uh-huh. They've, I mean, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I just I don't, don't know anything about it. I don't think tobaccos it. have flowers. Well, I guess they don't have flowers. flowers. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine what to, <laughs> like uh, a cigar honey would be like? Well, uh, probably pretty dark. But most of bee pollination is, is centered around like almond fields and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was reading a story about a guy, this, this like this guy's honey turned a weird shade of red and he didn't know why because he was like, Oh, the, the bees must've gotten like some sort of like rose patch or whatever like that. They ended up tracing it down. It got into this dude's um, like weed like plantation. So it like made like weed honey and hemp honey. Yeah. And, Sweet. Uh, nice. but it was in an area where you couldn't grow. So like the bees routed them, ratted them out and, uh, Wow. <laughs> Rat things. Damn bees. <laughs> now, he's, now he's in jail or whatever. Huh. But, uh, yeah. Interesting. So your your father-in-law must be enjoying the uh, the cicada invasion of every 17 years. Uh, I don't know. He's in South Mississippi, so I don't know if they have that problem down there or not. I remember KC had him. I haven't heard him here, but I know, like, old I've, home used I've to have him. him. Oh, oh, I mean, we've, we've had him here. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying like this year, I haven't, I haven't heard any this year. I haven't heard any this year. No. Trust me, you know. Oh, it if sounds you like, know, it, you know. Oh, it yeah. sounds just like, oh, yeah. like screaming, like yeah. little, little screams everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But yeah, no, I don't know. He, he hadn't said anything about that. I saw him not long ago. But. Yeah. All right. Anthropology so, talk done. Yeah. T- okay. <laughs> Should we move on to soccer talk? So <laughs> I was going to talk about the U.S. Couple, Open too. Couple things. A uh, couple things. <laughs> Fuck city. Yeah, the French Open. Um, uh, a couple things that I saw on the uh, cigar news mm. to bring up our percentage mm-hmm. is first of all, our friends at Crux are now shipping the short Solomon Ooh. Epicure Maduro, yeah. which, for the record. I could not be more excited about. Oh, well, so we have our crux event this month. I know. I, so I Facebooked two people who should know if we're going to have that cigar. Mm-hmm. And I as yet have not received a reply. I, I feel like, like Sam would know. I think that's that June might, 18th. That right? might be one of the two Something people. Like that, yeah. I, and I, the other person who I uh, Facebooked was Doug. So I, I feel, feel like, like he should know. Too. Th- those two should know. I said, mm, because you know who does. Any chance we're going to have these? Yeah, because you know who wouldn't know. I don't know, Brandon. Right. You probably wouldn't know either. Right. No, that's why I included <laughs> the two people I thought should be in the loop. It looks, oh, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. So we had a guy, and I'm just thinking to myself, that cigar in that size. Yeah. Oh. So that were, that reminds me, we had a, I had a guy come in Sunday, uh, first time ever in here. He want to get some LFDs. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, they're all right here. He's like, oh, yeah, I like this. I want to get that. He's like, do you have the El Jocko? And I was like, dude, I haven't heard of that in like two years. Like, I love that cigar. I wish we still had it, but we don't have it. But I instantly thought of you because you were. That's my stick. That is, that like, you and I. like The El Jocko Maduro, yes. baby. Oh, it's The natural's good, but the Maduro. Yeah, the Maduro. Maduro is Arguably so Arguably the best LFD. Which is, a, is also a super short up there. Solomon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's like, what, a four-inch maybe? Yeah. If maybe that. that three I think and a half. The, yeah. I think the short uh, Solomon in the crux is probably a little longer. There probably. is one place that I can still find the Jocko Maduros. You boys at Cigar District in northwest Arkansas. Well, nice. I've maybe I need, I need to go up there and see yeah. them. So maybe on the way back from KC, I'll stop. The last there. two or three times I've been through there, they've had them, and I've snagged five or ten of them at a time. But, uh, yeah, that's it. But it's between that and... The Colorado Oscuro. Oh, that is a good one, too. Colorado Oscuro is just amazing. It's just a phenomenal cigar, and it's like seven bucks. Oh, and the El Jaco so. is like six. Yeah. Uh, that. Yeah, something like that. It's, yeah, been, it's, it's been four years since we sold them, so. Yeah. That's and a banger, though. The other piece of news that I saw today was the list of vendors who will not be at PCA. It's vast. It is vast. It's mm. like Davidoff. It's um, General. It's Drew Estate. It's, um, it's Ashton. It's it's a lot of the big hitters. Now, yeah. I know this isn't all or mostly COVID-related. I know this most is the, the fallout from last year. If you mm-hmm. uh, remember from a year ago, it was a lot to do with the fallout over uh, yeah. PCA and a lot of frustration. And the money spent. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's wounds, I guess, that maybe have not healed yet and then tackle – COVID in there. On top of that. There were vendors who did not go to TPE, though. Some pretty pretty big-name vendors. I know Ashton didn't go, um, but we have somebody sure, here that – Say, we had somebody that did go to TPE. Yep. So, Kev, you went to TPE for your first time ever. So, as a vendor, going as a vendor side, what was your experience? 
Yeah, I'm still trying to like let everything marinate after like what two and a half weeks, three weeks already. But um, it was really, it was really cool, really awesome. Um, all the tipis are a little bit smaller than PCA, but you have the forest huge now. Out of the five days, I probably had a total of probably twelve hours of sleep mm-hmm. in total. <laughs> had you ever been to uh, PCA? You ever been to PCA? No, only seen it in pictures and videos. So, how big? How much of the floor? What? Where was it at? So it was at the Las Vegas Convention Center. So it was, it's connected to the... It's the uh, Venetian or something? Or? Yeah, the Venetian. Um, it's more northeast of, of Venetian. Right. But pretty, like, you can see the building from there. there. Yeah, you can walk there or it connects to there. You have to walk like through a, a bunch of hallways. 25, 25 minute walk. <laughs> yeah, which is what? Right next door in Vegas? Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, the cigar portion is probably like 30, 40%. Everything else was like and CBDs, pipes, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah, I heard a bunch of people saying they were uncomfortable with some of that, which is um, to be somewhat expected, but that's the nature of TPE. It's everything. Yeah, I mean, just last year was when they started kind of showcasing more premium cigar, and then this year they're – trying to do it again but uh yeah i I heard that the uh the vape and everything went went higher on for the uh, than the than the premium tobacco well i mean but let's i mean and i know that vape has come under a lot of fire and that's not the point of this comment vape is still very popular oh god and that is their main show yeah i would it's funny you, you say that i was reading an article uh yesterday and it was saying that more teenagers are taking up cigarettes now because they don't have access to vapes anymore. And it's like, wow, that's kind of <laughs> counter to what they were wanting. Right. I've had, yeah, I've had doctors say that they would prefer people vape as compared to mm-hmm. cigarettes. And I'm just, <clears throat> my advice is both of those are bad. So I, I've, I can't help but like put my plug in there about this. I harbor no animosity to the vape, but there is a really funny British comedian whose name is escaping me right now. And he talks about people who vape. Mm-hmm. And he says two things about people who vape. And he's like, it smells too good to be cool. <laughs> and he qualifies that statement by saying, James Dean would not have been as cool if he had ridden off, leaving a cloud of waffles and maple syrup behind. <laughs> And I'm sitting there going, that's accurate. Yeah. Yep, that's okay. Fair enough. So. Um, yes, that is true. Um, yeah, it is. Um, it, w- it was interesting. I was interested to see how that would play out this year. It sounded like you, for, it was from the people I know who went, they had a really good experience. So who, what, so, what's, go, yeah. So, I don't know. I I'm, I mean, the majority of the show of the floor was, you know, everything else but premium cigar. But cigar represented like the first the first sight you see when you go through the main entrance uh, onto the show floor is the Placencia booth, and they had it. They done it beautifully, huge. Like they took over a good plot. They have signs hanging off the ce- uh, off the ceilings and stuff like that, and so. Right next to that was El Septimo, 
which is all very classy. Everyone's just like sanitized almost. Yeah. And um, met a lot of people there. Uh, a lot of people I've unexpected and a lot of people unexpected, like including uh, retail stores that I've been in contact with and they just kind of pop in. They're like, Kevin? Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know who you are, but you sound very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, for Brandon, I've never seen him face to face because he wasn't on the camera last time. But I saw that West End shirt he was wearing. I'm like, Brandon, yeah. <laughs> I got to talk to you. Yeah. So that's how we kind of got connected. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of brands, just a smaller brand. It kind of gave them a little bit more spotlight. So it's pretty. It, it's nice. It's very. It's more intimate from what I've gathered speaking to people, like comparing with like. PCA or PCPR in the past. So, Kev, after coming back yeah. from PCA, Brandon had a, a massive Humi bag of samples. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting there talking to me and Joe. You know, he's doing his normal thing product, you know, check it out. Try it out. Hand, yeah. Handing stuff to employees, you know, smoke it, tell me what you think type of deal because he's got a ton of cigars and he's got a bunch of duplicates too. Yeah. Well, he pulled the Hangry Lancero out of the bag. Sets it on the table. He's talking to me and Joe. He's sliding cigars over and stuff like that. You know, he's just giving us a couple of pieces. He's like, try these out. He gets up from the table and without noticing it, knocks the hangry off onto the floor, already out of the cello. So it just explodes, right? He picks it up and he goes, oh, well, can't smoke that one, but I've got another one. No big deal. Sets it on the table. And I'm like, all right, cool. Picked it up, and I mean, the wrapper's just coming off this. I got a great picture of it. The wrapper's just mm-hmm. coming off this thing. So I clipped it, lit it up. It's just falling to pieces. I smoked about a half inch of it and took a picture to send it to Kevin. Said, very disappointed. I was like, what the hell? No context <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> Kev was like, oh my gosh, where did what happened? Where did you, did it just do that? And I was like, nah, well, Brandon spiking it on the floor didn't really help yeah. anything. But the, the inch of it I smoked was really nice. But that was about all I could get out of it. Yeah, I, I Brandon gave me one. I haven't I haven't smoked it yet. Um but he was like, Do you want this? I'm like, uh yeah. Yeah, I want that. But I got that one, I, I got a few other ones. Yeah, you you guys uh Western are in um P, the PRP program, so yep. you guys will be carrying that. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh we'll be having it up in our Conway store for sure. And then whenever mm-hmm. we get a little bit more room at our main or my main shop, we'll have them have them there as well. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, when you have a little bit more room there, you gotta you gotta you know invite invade with Martinez first mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. the PRP. I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. The, uh, um, but yeah, I've heard a lot of really positive things about that hangry. I'm excited. Because the thing I learned about in St. Louis is when you're together and you're all, and I've learned this about PCA, and there's you're having a great time and you got a million people and you just, especially in that Vegas situation where a lot of those LCC people were just having the time of their lives. And yeah. you're just, it's just good friends and good drinks and all that stuff. It's not yeah. necessarily prime time to be thoroughly reviewing a cigar right so i'm interested in, and when i've seen people smoking the hangry after they got back because i know they got some in vegas i've been so what do you think now that you're like 
smoking it in the wild mm-hmm, sure. and i've been really getting solid reviews well especially it. after you've smoked so many cigars as as we can attest to from our perdomo event last friday oh, God. Uh, you know <laughs> i think i think i smoked six perdomos in the however many hours we were there and by the end of it as i started out with a, the 12 year double barrel age vintage nice. connecticut love that cigar mm-hmm. it's probably my favorite perdomo I started with it on purpose because I wanted to taste it. Taste, After taste the it. about the third or fourth Perdomo, everything starts tasting the same. Yeah, to you the should point to with the Intenso. I can recommend it wholeheartedly. <laughs> okay, lies. Well, I I have never smoked a seventy ring gauge, and I you don't should. plan on it. No, you should. It's it's, it's good. The, I, I would say the one I was most pleased with was the ten uh, year sun grown. That is a phenomenal cigar. That one was really good. But I, but I was the same way. Like, by the time I was on number seven, I was like, the, I, did, yeah. I can't even taste what this is. I got nothing. And then we got, then we, when we finally got everybody cleared out and out of here, I tried to smoke a, a, a surrogate. I was like, this, I was like, I know this is a, like, a heavy hitter. Couldn't. Like, oh, I lit up a, uh, I think I said, it, in, it's the Intenso, but it's not the... The Gispert? The Gispert Intenso. Yeah. The Corona mm-hmm. on my way home. Oh, my God, yeah. That's a firecracker. I could not... Nothing. Yeah, and that's how that's, <laughs> that's how it is like at TPE and PCA. Like, you just burn your palate up. Because you're oh, just, you're just I, giving stuff, yeah. I was smoking like... I thought I was Steve Stocker for a little bit. Like, I averaged out 12 to 15 cigars a day. Holy cow. Like, I, 10 30... <laughs> Like my first cigar, don't stop till like 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Mark, what's your record? Yeah. It's probably somewhere around there, 12, 13. Yeah. I think mine's like having, that. Having like all the people, like it was close to like 40, 50 people. So for a while, people. I was trying at PCA and people would hand me cigars and they'd mm-hmm. say they want you to light it up now because that's the usual stick they want you to smoke right in front of them. Um, so they can talk to you about it. And you just go, you realize my, I was trying, you realize my palate is like toast right now. Yeah, and you're not going to get the full, because you, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to smoke a whole cigar in front of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Next booth wants you to put it yeah, out. Yeah, because it's the same way. Kev, are there just a bunch of ashtrays hanging around the place? Oh, yeah. So that's the funny part. They gave us cigarette ashtrays. <laughs> and they were being very Starts with the, like one booth per like one ashtray per booth or something like as if they were wow. like So you didn't bring any of the you didn't bring any of the like tractor tire Martinez ashtrays with you that weigh like eighty pounds. Well, you know, weighing eighty pounds is the problem. I get that in your bag. I'm sure that won't be overweight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like the 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 uh, the yeah. sh- was it talking shop or shop talking ashtrays? Uh huh. Oh, yeah. the ones yeah. that you could brain an elephant oh, with. Oh my, yeah. Or Aaron. Or Aaron. <laughs> Same thing. No, what I'm saying, like you, you know, you have you ever been to like one of those wine conventions where they have like the the lanyard where you can put your glass and everything? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what you need. Just like put one of those stinky those those single stinkies in and just have your own little ashtray. <laughs> I have the stinky travel cup. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. just, just carry that just around. Ask lanyard. you if you've ever been to a wine convention where you had a. A thing to carry your wine glass. I've not had a, been to a wine convention. I've been to a few tastings. See, though. This is when I need the hot key. Where it's right. like, <laughs> anything you wish to say at this point, Mo? Have <laughs> you ever, Mo? Have you ever been to a wine convention? Is that such a th- is a wine convention well, even like a, a thing? Wi- like a wine 
seminar or something like that. This is a when they're trying. This is when they're trying to get you to say I'm expensive. Something something expensive as fuck. <laughs> My husband is expensive, but no, I have. <laughs> You've been to a wine convention. Well, it's not, I don't know if it's a convention. I just, I mean, it is, yeah. I don't know if the ash will do well. Like you guys, you know, you start smelling the ashes. Oh, yeah, I don't know how you feel disgusting. about that. <laughs> Kevin's yeah. got a point there. Yeah, but you get the one like, what if you just had a, sh- you know, like a person follow you around? You you ashed on them. Now that is yeah. bougie right there. I, I just just I, ash on the person. <laughs> just like on their shoe right no or their shirt or whatever you know Aaron pull shirt out yeah. ash just down shirt what yeah. would you do Aaron honestly I mean just ash on the floor that's probably what you okay. that's, that's what you gotta do yeah. but like what was the uh, I've never I, so I've never been so what was the ventilation mm. like was it okay or was it just the like ceiling was it just like gray 80 feet tall no no it was actually really good yeah the ceiling is Stupid high. It's a it's a but, conference hall. Okay. So the ceiling is like eighty feet off. So it just all hovers up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I mean mm-hmm. right. And they they like and it's Vegas and it's a billion degrees, but they so, like uh, ventilate it out really okay. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ventilation is great. AC they had a full blast, so it kind of like that's another thing. Like you don't want to smoke the cigar there. You want to bring it back and acclimate it a little bit because we had you know a few cigars exploded. Yeah. Yeah. I heard I heard there were mask dominatrixes at the uh, at the uh, event. Oh yeah, with the paddle and the whips. Oh, with the paddle and the whips. <laughs> Sign me up. I need oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that was a visual I did not need. But you no, know, no, they, it, it's by female, not the, the female war. I mean, Vegas has a. They, they always have these really attractive women who work these events. Sure. And that's, it's a gig that these, these women, yeah. I believe, make a lot of money doing oh, this. Oh, God, yeah, probably. And, uh, and they were dressed up in all leather catsuit type things. And they, yep. ser- seriously, they were with dressed up with whips and paddles. <clears throat> and if you weren't wearing your mask properly, they... Whip you? For um, the would, cigar event. Yes. Well, because it's still, it's still like casino rules you got to go through the casino to get to the but the funny thing. part is when they when those guys were out there is when the cdc announced if you were vaccinated you didn't have to wear a mask anymore and um and, ma- and magically they're all vaccinated the the casinos changed the rules right right then mm-hmm. oh yeah that was like the last day that's just money for them bringing in mm-hmm. or as, as a matter of fact the last day uh while we were like packing up and whatnot got back to the hotel uh, we saw that the table games used to have plexiglass took separating the plexiglass everyone. Out. Yeah, yeah, they took that off. Yeah. So, so what yeah. was what was most surprising about TPE for you? What what surprised you the most about the TPE event? Well, the people, the the, the cigar celebrities that you you only see on Instagram, when not all of them are. So like down to earth, like just you could have a legit conversation with everyone. You know, they're not none of them are like you know walking around like on high horses or anything. So it's great to see that they're they're human too. You know, and one other thing that surprised me was I don't know why he was there, but Roman, he's an artist from that that drew Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. He was just he had his own little booth there, just kind of chilling and drawing <laughs> draw art. Apparently he's a cigar smoker too, so we traded a little bit. He got 
he drove himself. Yeah, I gave him a couple cigars. It was a good time. Really? That will okay. Yeah. That's somebody I want to get on the show then because I love Rick and Morty. So, mm-hmm. so I, I I saw that you went by his booth. So was he doing like caricatures or was he just drawing like Rick and Morty characters for people? So I don't think he talking about logistics, you know. So he's drawing he's freehand he redrawing like Rick and Morty characters, okay. but not specific to anything. Uh, he drew he drew me a evil Morty for my best friend. Okay. <laughs> nice. But he also yeah, he also had like other artwork that you could purchase or whatnot. That's cool. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Who was the most high-end cigar celebrity that you saw other than Chris from LCC? Oh, let's see. Jonathan from J. London. There's Lada from Chris Dagley. Uh, of course, you got the Cuevas family, Louis Cuevas, and his son, Alex. Uh, I saw... Rafael Nodell from Aging Room. Um, we kind of caught up. And you yeah, have, there's so many people there. Uh, even though they, the majority of like the big guns, like Davidoff, uh, Drew State, they all pulled out. Was not, Fuente but, there? Fuente wasn't there. Mm-mm. Fuente wasn't. Oh, Rocky was there. Did you meet uh, Rocky? Have you ever met Rocky before? Uh, I met him like briefly at an event over here. Oh, not yet. Event in the city, but he he had their booth had like a virtual golf simulator. They're having a contest yeah. or something, so it was crowded the whole time. And I was working the majority of the show, so I didn't even get a chance to walk the floor. So what did you? Uh, what was the uh, like? Was there a good footprint of like? Um boutiques out there there's probably more boutiques and there are bigger bigger companies out there right correct yeah so, so other other than us i saw let's see like big sky was out there okay uh blackbirds mm. uh carolina blues um sinestro and okay. that yeah um there's quite a few actually kind of just alluded me um dapper cigar Okay. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So what did you, um, what did, what did you have that like piqued your interest and you can't wait to see like at, on the, on the shop floor or uh, shop wall soon? So there's a unbanded project by Castagli that I'm not supposed to talk about. <laughs> that was freaking good. Oh, I can say it's freaking good. How many, how many, uh, how many MDAs did you sign? Uh, <laughs> I have to wear it around my neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jay London is coming out with a, uh, LCC exclusive, uh, that you will, I think, yeah, I think Brandon has. Brandon was smoking it the other day. Yeah. I saw it. It's nice. Yeah. It was, that was really nice. Um, but kind of like a Lonsdale size maybe. Yeah. Mm. No, the LCC exclusive one comes in a pyramid, pyramid size, like that they will they like a traditional Cuban pyramid, okay. so they actually look like it. It's really nice. Cool, cool. Uh, but yeah, um, for the most part, though, I was just at our booth. Uh, even though it wasn't like crowded, it was never, a, never a moment where I'm not speaking to anyone. So I know you guys are working with LCC on the hangry, and we're all excited about that. But you. 
You guys also released a new cigar, the Patrimonio. Yeah, there you uh, go. Um, and I've heard fantastic things about that. Um, so uh, what what is so talk to me about what that is and when when are we expected to see that? All right, so a little quick background history. Um, it came from when Jesus found a old diary of his late father in his mom's place. And in the diary, there was a handwritten uh, recipe that it was never used, never seen a day of life. So he tried it out, followed the recipe to the T, and basically said it kind of kicked you in the face every, uh, every puff. So he tweaked it a little bit and made two different versions out of it. Uh, so he had the San Andreas version with uh, San Andreas wrapper, a Nicaragua binder, and a Nicaraguan and Dominican Cougarita filler. And then there's also a uh, Brazilian Arapiraca version. So the San Andreas version is sweeter, chocolatey, rich, creamy, uh, with an undertone of spice. While the Arapiraca kind of split things around, you get more spice and mineral while the sweet and creaminess is towards the back end. Okay. Got a lot of good, got a lot of good feedback from it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard great things about uh, the Patrimonio. I know I heard a lot of positive reviews from people who who smoked it. When, when will we, is it available on the website already? Not yet. So they're still doing uh, sort of like last minute, like getting everything together and whatnot. So I'll expect the next two to three weeks toward the end of the month to be on the safe side. Okay. So we're going to have, um, cause I've talked to Dave. So we're going to have Dave on and we're going to, we're going to roll that. We're going to do a special on that. We want to get Johnny some of those cigars because he won our event. So that's mm-hmm. going to be the cigar that he gets. Um, Cause that was the, the cigar rolled out at the show. So we're going to, we're going to do that. We're going to have uh, Dave on and, and Kev, you and, and whoever else from Martinez wants to come on and talk about that cigar. We're excited about that. Uh, I'd also like to, cause there it's not the only Patrimonio cigar out. That's correct. You guys so, had to have a knife fight about this. I found that very interesting. <laughs> um, so it's the craziest thing, you know, patrimonio or patrimonio in Spanish. It's not a, it's a very common word, but for some reason, for the past 10 years, nobody ever thought of using it. Yep. And this year, us and Casa Cueva came out at the same time. And with the same intent, you know, all, both of them are paying homage to their father, basically, for Louis Cueva Sr., in their case. And sure. um, I s- smoked it. It's a really good cigar. Casa Cuevas think, does a really nice job. Correct. Yeah. So I uh, like mm-hmm. I like the spice on it. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything else, but I like the spice on it. And the band is very classy, like clean, classy looking. Yeah. It's exciting. I haven't heard a ton of new cigars coming out of TPA. wonder if people are waiting for PCA. I was personally excited. I mean, you guys announced two new cigars, um, which I'm excited about. So what's, what's that translate to since two people used it? I evidently has a, like you said, it's a common, it's a common terminology, but not in cigar world. 
Well, let's just say they, they were a gentleman, and we basically, just like how the cigar community is, everyone's like just, it's all about family and like good good energy, really. So we worked it out, and we, we don't have no problem with them, and vice versa. They, they like, yeah, let's, as a matter of fact, we're planning on doing like a joint release, like a little joint something together, but it was just really busy, so we didn't get it chance to do that so one of the things with tpe is it gets you a chance to see new like brick and mortar owners and stuff like that did uh did martinez do some good like around the country like new people finally hearing you for the first time or being trying out the product and stuff like that so you got a lot of new eyes on on product definitely well one thing that i heard from dave uh from david and jesus was the first one they went to which was last year you know they were just kind of grabbing people over hey i've never heard of martinez and whatnot mm-hmm. this year uh there are actual people like kind of walking up to us saying, oh i heard about you guys okay, or cool. i tried one of stick and whatnot so it's we, we're definitely getting our names out there uh, in a really positive way um uh, as a matter of fact uh mike g he loves he he loves that patrimonio in san Andreas. Good. Yeah, I saw, I saw you got a picture with, I saw you got a picture with him. So was, oh my was he, did he have a booth or was he just going as a he was, consumer? He was going, he was going as a consumer, as a, I think also kind of shopping around for his, uh, for his own shop that yeah. should be dropping soon. Okay. He's waiting on yeah, the sure, state, so. basically giving the uh, green light. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Uh, and he has a lot of plans. So, yeah. I, I really want to make my trip out to LA. Yeah. He he popped on the hearth with Ben one night and I I might have laid into Ben a little strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. no, I mean we I mean we love his product. We love what he's doing and his I mean, like we said, his cigar is phenomenal too. So it's uh uh-huh. it's a it's a good one. Mike G makes my Monday every Monday. Yeah, oh my Mike God. G is the Me best. Monday. His cigar <laughs> is amazing too. See, and what also too is he does the Taco Tuesday where you ask him literally anything and he'll answer you. And I I mean, he knows how to work the crowd. Oh yeah. I mean he's an actor. So I mean yeah. of course he knows how to- he's a funny, funny guy too. He's, he's oh, just yeah. he's he's got a great sense of timing and, and mm-hmm. just a situational awareness yeah. and everything. He's just Mike G's the guy. And Nick G as Mike G is very much the guy. <laughs> Does he do a Mike G impersonation? No, I'm talking I I called Mike G Nick for, yeah. for oh. a couple <laughs> for, months. For like for like a whole episode and yeah. I was like, Oh my god, yeah. I'm so yeah. sorry. No, I, 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 Mike G is the guy. And so when he popped on with Ben, I just said, Ben, I'm still flabbergasted as mm-hmm. how you don't have this guy's cigars on your site. Yeah. No, it's uh he may just not well, be able to make enough, but well, he's on he's on the Discord. I mean, he's a really loyal LCC member. Yeah, he he just got on the Discord. We we forced him to. Yeah. Mike G is is the man. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. to me. He's when you talk about the good people that are in the cigar business, mm-hmm. and there are a ton. Mike G to me is one of the examples of just uh, just. Good people, funny as hell. And I mean, his stuff is, nice is the grassroots that we like. Yeah, yeah and his absolutely. cigar is still. It's, I mean, it's one just, of the sweetest logos out there. Oh, and the Connecticut. Yes. And I mean, just the dirty Connecticut that I just. Mm-hmm. Man. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest Connecticut fan, but I love his. And it's love a his. great stick. It's yeah. one of the three that I'll smoke. 
Okay. Definitely, anytime. So a little blocking and tackling on the air. Are we going to go off the air so that we can talk about the ratings, or do we yeah, want to just... Yeah, just blow through it. Okay, so um, we'll start with construction. I've had zero issues with construction on this. So I'm going to go with a four for construction. It hasn't burned great, um, but it's burned nice. I mean, it's been good. I'd say a solid four in construction. It's gotten a little soft about halfway through to the end, Um a lot like softbox presses do, and mm-hmm. I don't like that, um, but it's burned fine. Okay, Josh, I know you had a crack. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little harsh on construction because uh, y'all know that's my thing. I had and Mark can see it. Aaron, you really can't. I saw, I saw you. I saw you pointing it to him earlier. Yeah. So my wrapper is like first. straight separating. Uh, pretty yeah. pretty big lateral crack going almost the whole way around, and then a oh, vertical man. crack going I don't know maybe an inch and a half up or so. Uh, it, mine also really squishy, even from the initial light, really soft and, and not really tightly packed. Um, that kind of resulted in some tunneling for me too. Cause if it's not packed tightly, your results is going to be tunneling cause it's just not full. Um, so it's getting like a two and a half from me on construction. So, so the draw was not terrible, but pretty rough smoking it. Yeah. Kevin, what's so, your construction? I have, like you, uh, I have, my construction was more of this cigar has been burning great, straight line. It did get a little squishy towards the end. I'm at the final third right now, but uh, I'm giving it four or five. Okay. I'm going straight four in mine as well. I mean, it's been fine. Uh, draw's been fine. I had a, a slight touch-up, but has not had any cracks? Um, the squeak, the squishiness. Yeah. I'm starting to get that, but I'm, you know, two inches left. Um, construction wise, I really have no issues with it. Um, the ash fell off a couple of times, so it, it's not a hard ash. It's a very flaky ash. So that's really honestly my one complaint is that I'm wearing it more than it's actually in the ashtray. <laughs> yeah. Um, but construction wise, it's mine's been fine. So I got the bad peach this time. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't, the streak has broken Mark. I don't know if I like soft box presses. I like, I like hard box presses. Like if you're going to be a box press, be a fucking box press. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, it's been fine. Construction wise. I, I really have no issues. Mm. I, so taste, I'm struggling a little bit. Um, to be honest with you, I, I haven't really, the taste on this is, really very very average for me yeah. i don't get a lot of flavor out of this um and i've um it just uh, it's really average um and i i didn't get spice hardly at all um got a little funky um but not much um and i'm debating um, between a two and a half and a three on this because mm-hmm. this is this is not a flavor that i would go um yeah Back to. Do you want to split the difference? Two seven five. I'm gonna go uh, two eight. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I mean, it, it was really. I hate to use this word when it comes to a cigar, but I'm gonna use it. Uh, bland. Yeah. I didn't get a whole lot of anything out of it. The initial was kind of stanky, uh, which I like some stank. I kind of mm-hmm. wish that had carried through. Mm-hmm. Really didn't. Uh, I didn't get any of like the coffee notes that Kev is getting. And normally I can pick up on that pretty well. Uh, I got a little bit of spice in there at some points, but not just a ton. And, and by this point it's, it's not really got 
much flavor at all. So, um, I'm I'm gonna say two five again. Okay. So it's very similar to what you guys say. I I think I got the jewel out of the pack. I got a little bit of a taste between chocolate note and now like a little leathery, but it's very muted. Um, and not much, not much going on. So I'm gonna give it a three. So I, this was a cigar that construction wise, most of us liked, but flavor wise, it was just kind of meh because I'm the same way. Um, the first, the first draw did not like it at all. It was like, Ooh, that it's rough. Second draw. I really enjoyed it. And the first inch or so was very good. Mm-hmm. But then after that, mm-hmm. like you were saying, Josh, it just kind of went away and it just, it just fell off. It just wasn't much of of anything. Like it wasn't bad. Yeah. It just wasn't Well, you said it early on. It's just smoke. Yeah. It's like sometimes when you have a cigar that is forgettable, that's almost as bad as something that is bad just bad yep. because you know i don't what what's the price kevin you got the thing what's the price point on these it's not bad actually. msrp is 11 11 yeah. see i mean that for an 11 for 11 i know there's a there's a ton of cigars that for 11 bucks that are a lot better i was thinking you were going to say like seven or eight if honestly throwing an extra dollar you know what you could smoke what a crook of the crown yeah Ooh. i mean Damn. For, I mean, <laughs> he if the, went there. If folks. this was eight dollars, this would not be bad. No, it's a um, decent, it's a decent cigar. Um, it, um, it's just not. It's like I was, like I was saying, forgettable. It's not bad. It's just average a six point five one. That's middle of the road because it feels like it's a middle of the road taste. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. Matt Booth cigars. I love Room One Hundred One. His favorite. I mean, my favorite cigar is the Giant Tobacco Nut. Yeah. I love the Farce Maduro. The Big Payback Robusto Maduro is an oh, awesome that's a great cigar. $7 Seven, Maduro. eight buck, yeah. I would take that any day over this. Now, this is also a limited, limited. release. Yeah. It's it's a one-off probably. Mm. Um, try it because it is the first inch, but the first fir- first third is good in quotes, but then after that, it just becomes mundane and just, yeah, it, it is. It's a cigar. It's not, it's not one where you're put out, but it's one where you're kind of thinking, okay, what am I smoking next? Because you've already done that. You're already on another cigar and you were probably, while you're smoking this, you're probably thinking, what am I going to smoke next? Yeah. And that's the thing too. So I'm smoking, I went ahead and lit up the Placencia Alma del Fuego which I know is not a cigar that you particularly care for, Aaron, but, uh, man, the flavor contrast. I know the flavor out of that is is loads more than this. The flavor contrast between the two is just so stark. And obviously, this is a $15 cigar, Mm -hmm. so be Mm -hmm. be that as it may. But I could have just as easily gone in there and picked up a 11th anniversary room 101, a mm-hmm. doomsayer, passive or aggressive, mm-hmm. a big payback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any of the farces. Yeah. And would have gotten significantly more flavor out of, 
all of that stuff. His core line stuff is really it's yeah. solid. Um, I wish he was a little more consistent in pushing out his 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 core line stuff. Mm-hmm. The the one that I'm more not upset about because that's it seems that's such a harsh word, but the one that I really liked was his collaboration with Fernandez and uh, Caldwell. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the T. But that one he sold to just an online publication. Yeah. So you know we're not going to fucking have it. And I'm not going to get it from CI. Sure. So that one was my favorite. But I, uh, I'm a Room 101 guy. Yeah. I've got the Room 101 pocket knife. Yeah. I freaking love this thing. Uh, I I am a Booth fan, but uh, this one just didn't hit it for me. Yeah. I mean it's again it's not bad. It's just I would much rather have one of his his other ones that or maybe even a little bit more expensive too, because I think the farce is probably 1250 or so. And except for the, the big payback, mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's eight bucks or less. I'll take that any day. Or that is a stellar Maduro. Oh God. Yeah. So what else was in the box, Kev? So after smoking this, I think this might be the weakest slank out of the five, but we also have for the main platinum, we have the elite illusione one-off. The pyramid. Ooh, I'm I'm fired up for that. I've not smoked anything out of this month. That one I'm going to go and smoke tomorrow night. I've smoked everything out of this month. Okay. Of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> right. Uh, we have a El Septimo Alexandra Coco. That MSRP is twenty six bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sencillo Platinum Pyramid. And then we have the Martinez Passion in a pyramid size. Well, I know what my favorite is already because well, I've smoked the Passion. I was going to say, out of it all of them, you know, bang. normally my thing, but out of all of them, and I would say this whether you're on here or not, Kev, the Passion took this month. That, you want Passion is a banger. That's yeah. just a... That's yeah. a it, oh. it took this month by a landslide. And the other ones weren't terrible cigars by any means, but uh, yeah. that Passion... That's at the bar for this. Month. That's a, that's the spice bomb one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's the one that you and I, I think, smoked on the announcement uh, one. And we, we, yeah, we, and when we were off the air, we're like, "Holy shit! Why did we save this where we could uh, function? <laughs> where we could spend some time with it." Kev, yeah. what's the wrapper on the passion? So for the passion, I'm gonna just give you the full detail here. I do know there's a Honduran tobacco in there, but give me one second. So 45 is the San Andres Maduro, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So for the Passion, they have a Nicaragua wrapper, a Sumatra binder, and a Nicaragua and Honduras filler. Mm-hmm. It is. I think that Sumatra that, that attributes yeah. to the spice a lot. I really like I really like the spice in the mm-hmm. Passion a lot. Because it was not just that it was spicy. It was just such a pleasant spice. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was so it was so good that we enjoyed. Blow your palate, right? The thing we both commented on during when we were doing it because we were in a moment where we couldn't focus on the cigar, mm-hmm. and we were just like, "I really wish I had smoked this at another time, mm-hmm. so that I because we were smoking a Martinez on purpose, where I could focus on the cigar." Yeah, because it was one of those where you go, "Wow, this is like great. Why yeah. why am I smoking this when I can't pay attention?" Because I th- I think that was. Was that our first Martinez that we had? It was the second that I had smoked. So yeah, I guess we did. We did have the forty-five first, and then I think we, it was the flat iron. We smoked the flat iron on air. 
Yeah. yeah, well, I'm saying like this is even before then. Like this, this was oh, okay. a year and a half ago. Yeah, gotcha. um, yeah. yeah, this was early on. Yeah. Um, but have, have, box, have, have you have you ever had the had a one off before by Lucian? No. So I it was good. It was number two for the, sure. The one that I have, man, the patina on the cello looks yeah. yeah, it's dark. oh my god, it looks nice. Yeah. Um, I, I've had a few one offs before. I got one in Oakland uh, last year uh, because I was I've always heard such good things about it and i saw it at this little shop we went to i got it really liked it yeah. um frank sent me a few tried them then and every single one of them i've enjoyed i i love the illusione i mean the, i mean the gigantes is for somebody who likes funk they they do the funk right illusione doesn't make a bad cigar the triple eight maduro is my go-to uh, the triple eight is good i yeah. really like that cigar yeah uh, i mean Everything they do is solid. Yeah. And it's yeah. another, it's, this one is another good solid box. I was glad to have this one because like you were saying, I'm pro Matt Booth. Yeah. Love his stuff. Yeah. Um, this one, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's good. It's just not, there's his, his there's so many more from his that are just, I believe. But this are, is are why I, I subscribe is because there were three or four cigars yeah. in here that I hadn't smoked. Will you show me Kev? My next pick. The foundation. Fable. Foundation Fable. Mm-hmm. Which now they have at Conway. Yes. We don't have the Fable. We don't have the Fable. We, we have the David and Goliath. But I think, well, just I, the David. I'll, 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 say we, I'll say we did. We don't have any more. Everything sold out. Yeah. <laughs> so that that is going to be my, because I think I'm up next for the co-host pick. That's going to be my pick. I got a dozen Broadleaf Lancero Tabernacles. Nice. And that is going to be my pick for the next co-host review. Man, as as a Lancero ho, yeah. that might be the best Lancero. It's I my favorite I've Lancero. It stands the Cuban up. Seed or no? No, just the, the Broadleaf. The Cuban okay. Seed is good too, but the Broadleaf is the one, man. The black I, label. I got, uh, I got a dozen Robustos and a, double, uh, a dozen Lanceros of the Broadleaf. And... I like the Havana seed. It's really good, but that broadleaf is just a spectacular. And and for the longest time, that Herrera Esteli limited edition Connecticut broadleaf Lancero mm-hmm. from Drew Estate mm-hmm. was my top Lancero. The Tabernacle's taking it. Yeah, that's that's. I I smoked a black label um, this afternoon when I got home. Mm-hmm. Really like that one, but Lancero wise, it's you're either either hit it. Or it's a miss, and everyone I've had from Foundation has been good. an absolute hit. Well, I'll qualify, you know, some of what I'm sure we'll talk about on that review because that's not one where I can go. I haven't smoked this before. I've smoked a ton of those, mm-hmm. and I love it. But uh, you do have to keep it lit. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a Lancero because it's got that broadleaf wrapper. It's a cooler burning Lancero. It's not a hot burn. It's not a loose draw. It's it's a solid. It's a firmer draw. Yeah. You have got to keep that sucker lit. Yeah. Me and Joe were smoking them the day they came in, and we probably relit a half dozen times. But it's one that you can relight. But it's worth it. It doesn't get ashy. It doesn't crap out on you. It it relights really well. Nice. Does uh, mm. is does Foundation make the the prettiest boxes art wise out there? Like every it's up there. every decal that they put in their box. Like I would love to have a print of that, 
and actually hang on the wall. Like the Menelik is really nice. Menelik's cool. Um, Have you smoked that? Oh yeah, I love that it's one. Really good. Really, really good. The uh, the Wise Man. Really cool. Those are really cool. The David and the Goliath. I mean, those are those are whoever that designs those. Beautiful. Yeah, works of art. Really, really good. They sold like mm-hmm. in a week. Oh God, yeah. Because they got those. I was driving back from Kansas City, and they got those on Wednesday when I was coming home, and mm-hmm. I stopped and got mine the day they got delivered. And today's Tuesday. Yeah, and I was talking to B on Friday. He said they're pretty much all gone. Yeah. So two days. <laughs> they did not last long. I think we sold three boxes the first day they were there, like almost straight off the truck. Yeah. So wow. that nice. will be, uh, yeah. But Yeah, glad glad that we got that. But that was also one of those one of the pickups that Brandon got from TPE. TPE, yeah. So I know we came. He came home with a bunch of other cool stuff, and we're just now starting to get the the shipments of the of the product in and everything. But uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, we'll see what PCA has to hold. Uh, I know we'll have be on after PCA, so we can talk about that one. We still have more things to say on PCA than TPE, um, and that's just right around the corner. That's by July. the time by the time this comes out, it'll be. Double three weeks, weeks away. Yeah. I mean, not not too terribly long. Mm-hmm. Um, is Martinez going back to PCA? So we're not going to have a booth there, but I think uh, Jesus and Dave is going to go there just to walk the floor. Okay. So, yeah. so with you taking your role now, um, what sh- have you been traveling uh, more? Um, I just did one quick travel to Miami. Uh, visited a couple shops down there. Uh, good prospect. Uh, it's in the work, but my day t- day job is you know keeping me busy right now. So yeah. eventually, uh, I'm looking cool. I'm looking forward to all the traveling. Yep, good for you. When's uh Actually, when's, when's Arkansas on the map? When when when's the invite? <laughs> you know, there's an, it's an open invite. Dude, come on, reps just show up. What are you talking about? <laughs> you no, don't know I when just they're want coming. <laughs> I just want Aaron to invite me to his backyard. <laughs> yeah, like because like, he's not invited to the rest of us. So I've invited Mark. Okay, so there he is. <laughs> There's a favorite co-host. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so I guess this cigar is done. It's a yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. Try yeah. it out. That's yeah. the main thing. Smoke it. Yeah, smoke it. I mean, people are gonna love it. People are gonna hate it. But ours is neither. It's just yeah. Like I said, cigar is a cigar sometimes. Yep, sometimes. So, All right. Well, we will see everybody, uh, I don't know when, next week? Maybe. Uh, yep, we'll, we'll definitely record a show. I guess the question will be one. you're back yeah. in town. Yeah, I'm not sure when this one's that. coming out. Time-wise, this is a, this one's in a time loop, so I don't know when this one actually will come out yeah. because uh, I might, I'll probably be editing this one while, up, while I'm up in KC or something. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm on vacation next week, and I cannot wait. Yep. Enjoy. All right. All right. Well, we will see everybody uh, next week. Be the good. Stay sharp. Later.